survival-first risk-averse strategy of a libertarian in search for what is going on. February 20, 2021 The meaning of life is survival to live up to the age that one is destined to by one's genes, using all one's faculties. How relevant or true was this consideration of mine a year ago when I was still in the Brahmodvaita mode of traveling through life, navigating my path of buccaneering for the truth in my Satyagraha state of mind. It was absolutely true, I needed to do whatever I needed to do survive for as long as possible to find out if there was a predestiny that should be accommodated into my life. As events unfolded, I also realized that survival was best accomplished in the totally libertarian spirit of mind, being attached to nothing whatsoever to maintain the purity of mind. Every moment the mind must be still, perfectly still in fearlessness responding unassumingly to one's changing circumstances nonchalantly, spontaneously and unpremeditatedly to all incidents in instinctive reactions without purpose, objectives, plans and goals to their natural conclusion. The libertarian spirit leads to survival to a natural death free of intrusive impediments like medications that shorten life from their adverse side effects on the physical body. Not being nonchalant, spontaneous and unpremeditated in responding also causes stress to the mind thereby also reducing life expectancy. A libertarian survives not to learn, but to live another moment, not to appreciate the finer things in life as a reverence of Vaishnavism in some form the pursuance of which is an attachment, and in another consideration of devotion to live as an act of reverence to God Sri Krishna. Even this devotion agitates the mind and therefore is not applicable. Devotion, the bhakti implicit is not conducive to survival, hence. Devotion is also wrong, every act done for whatever reason is a thing of the past, accordingly, the websites I have recently created can disappear into the dustbin of history. That decision is society's whether these websites remain in the public domain or not. For my part, I will explain further. I live to uncover if there was any scope for humans to get to the bottom line question of the unraveling of the grand design plan as it were in a creation. The clues are to be based on the only comprehensive description in a concise form that humanity has inherited as what Hindus regard as their holy Bible, the summary of the wealth of the Hindu culture. As far as I am concerned, to keep an open mind, I hold to my unassuming position that there were no overt or covert conspiracy between different exponents and commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita in the past or that might be going on in the present day to discredit Hinduism. But do bear in mind that the sages who individually or collectively developed the full scriptures contained in the Bhagavad Gita had done, most likely in my view, severe austerities using their sacred Devangiri scripture of Sanskrit to utter the truth of their search in yoga in such a manner of speech that the compilation would withstand the test of time and history proves this because we have millions upon millions of adherents to the principles thereby enunciated in the script's original. I see the Bhagavad Gita to be as true today in its original form in what it contains as ever in the past history of Hinduism. I have not discarded it out of hand in drawing attention to the fact that individuals still have difficulties in assessing how to bring the truths into their individual lives and collectively as a society. So, I do not pretend to be knowing something on the essentials that it contains on religion. I have not uncovered so far any hidden secrets of the universe in this respect, but do feel on reflection that I have in the course of my adult life, and however it all came about, only God knows, elaborated upon the Bhagavad Gita in my latest website with greater clarity for a worldwide audience by the employment of English language for my good fortune at having had a basic primary schooling in the English medium until the age of 15 and of course of having secondary and tertiary education here in the United Kingdom followed by an 18-year scientific career with its 35 peer-reviewed papers in international journals to develop my command of the English language which played out over the next 23 years of a struggle in the legal circles too with thousands upon thousands of emails sent to various people, and which developed my knowledge in the English medium, that I have summarized in the principles and ethos of Vishista Advaita Vedanta philosophy, 
the emanating religion of Vaishnavism, and the political implementation of a Dharmarashtra in the formation of the conservative libertarian society, please refer to http colon slash 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 https colon slash slash www.theconservativelibertarianSociety.com slash in this specific regard. Please realize that I wanted to do something useful in my life philanthropically but had no idea where or what would come about in end review. I sought to do this because it saddened me to see the world in such chaos of humanity and it so happened that in my following my Satya Advaita Yoga and to seek out my predestiny on the hypothesis that creation and its evolution is preordained and pre-orchestrated so that not trying to find my predestiny would be irreverential to Sri Krishna, the Creator God. The 10-year period of detailed evidence of the data collection that I pursued is summarized in the archived and suspended blog https colon slash slash shantanup.wordpress.com. How it all came about, now that is a hitherto secrets of the universe untold. I had to experiment the correct approach to pristine truth discovery for my own mind to satisfy my own curiosity over the visions slash hallucinations that I experienced in 1998 as if they were an awakening call to move on to higher things in life than what I was then doing in pursing purely material interests. This meant that I was destined to do something different and I went in search of it. To fulfill my surrender to my fate I have and still must every moment of my life only take that step forward that determines what my kismet slash nasib, that is fate, is as I navigate nature in its unfolding continuum, and continue with my karma which has as things right now in my website publications has I feel elaborated with more precision in the use of English language for a worldwide audience. This I see as Yogadon for me personally and is the result of my bhakti in the developing means of surrender to God that were necessitated upon me from the days of digital clock checking for my activities for explicit guidance from the Sadguru into the present state of being nonchalant, spontaneous and unpremeditated in my actions that the yoga revealed to me as being the correct path of truth search from the moment-by-moment outcomes of my Satyagraha that was eventually perfected by total non-attachment to any of my experiences and utterances of my past. So, I review, the only way to serve God is to find your predestiny. God has a plan for you. What is this plan? Now do you follow what is devotion to truth? That reveals the grand design for one and all. Notwithstanding, even survival although desirable for the reason that one would then have the opportunity to buccaneer nonchalantly of course, to try and find out what is going on around oneself is an attachment that in Vashista Advaita Vedanta is discarded to be totally free in heaven mukti while still alive and going through the motions of Vaishnavic culture as one's religion. But will I still see the day when my discoveries, as summarized here receive official endorsement from a judgment in court, rather than being left to rot in either the websites created as the work of a lunatic mental patient that the United Kingdom still classifies me as being an enforcing antipsychotic risperidone and antidepressant sertraline, and dapokot mood stabilizer medications to allow me to have some semblance of the respectability of liberty as restricted upon my movements and activities in gainful employment? It remains to be seen. Underscore. E35 WIM 660 claim proceedings, last updated, 15.23 p.m. hours, UK time February 20, 2021. Devotion to truth does not preclude devotion to God but reinforces IT. February 19, 2021 If if you read more carefully, you should note that I did not say that Bhagavad Gita is not without value. It is of immense value, depending on how you use it for personal emancipation and this changes during the course of one's life, if one is sincerely looking for truth in terms of jnana and karma. So, in my case I used to in the 1980s treat the Bhagavad Gita as sacred, it was a guide fine, but those remain words. They do not have explanatory notes attached to them in any given and required degree of satisfaction to a devotee depending on the strength of his devotion to truth. 
So form time immemorial we have had Swamiji's like Swami Gambhirananda whose explanatory notes became widely acceptable, and we have these publications to reflect upon even now. Each devotee is at a different stage in the development of his or her knowledge, and elaborates likewise on the true value of the scriptures for themselves through the passage of their individual lives. So I am not denigrating the intrinsic value of the Bhagavad Gita. I am just saying be intelligent and develop yourself accordingly until you get to a point that you do not need the holy book any longer, and then you have arrived at the point where it is merely the darshan to even see the book on your bookshelf to be regarded still as sacred. It is when one has total knowledge that this happens, when one is permanently an ananda that one has acquired the necessary knowledge and wisdom, having fixed one's mind over the long period since one's awakening to seek better means of acquiring truth and wisdom than just from reading the Shastras. For look at the limitations, first you have to master Sanskrit, or English for the examination of the interpretations of Bhagavad Gita, then you have to have time to test it all out for yourself in your own life and come up with your own interpretation of the lessons of Bhagavad Gita in accordance with other selected scriptures that you value on knowledge and wisdom, such as going to university and learning about nature, the biology, the geology, the history since the very beginning, and try and figure out whether if Bhagavad Gita is truly reliable there would also have been a grand design of creation. So, my point is do not be restricted to the holy book, as you should not be restricted to a specific guru. When you do all this in a sincere and unrelenting search for the truth, fearless of the consequences and simultaneously living in the jungle of nature with opposition from vested interests whose paths you come to cross. As it Rita Gupta knows by now, I also get darshan now from selected film songs and their lyrics from our beloved India as these. When one arrives at a full understanding of reality, everything seen and heard is a darshan, idol worship is darshan, likewise, and our karma, if it survives to let one reflect upon what one has done in bhakti is darshan too. Call me mad, but that is what devotion to God brings one to in my experience of the ananda of being free, in liberty, and seeing that what I had contemplated, namely, that God made nature for all living beings to live freely in independence of free thought and expression to assert their truths, has come true for me. Dharma is that pursuit of truth nonchalantly, spontaneously and unpremeditately and surrender to God through truth-based karma that proves that he is dunia k rukwale. http colon slash slash viciousdadvedavadanda.bravesites.com slash